Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Well, hello there. Thanks for joining the Monday Matters podcast. My name is Holly Cochran and I am your host today. What we are going to talk about won't take for a real long time today. And the reason I'm going to share about my favorite recovery strategies is because when people join my gym and I say to them, do you want to roll your feet before you start? Everybody looks at me with the strangest look on their face, like I am speaking some sort of an alien language. So I know that my favorite recovery strategies are not necessarily common knowledge. And people get sore. You definitely get sore when you are making changes and when you are upping the intensity of your workouts or you're just starting and that first couple of times out of the house and off the couch and you are so sore afterwards, that's your body changing, which is what you're wanting it to do. So you got to embrace those feelings. You can't avoid feeling sore and you can't avoid that sort of doms, they call it. It's going to happen if your body's going to change, but it doesn't have to be paralyzing. There's so many things that we can do to recover well from a workout. And it's, I don't have the mentality that it's all pain and no gain or, or whatever the saying goes, but I do know that sometimes the, um, uncomfortable feeling is actually a new feeling for you. And so that it's a little bit scary. Like I, I couldn't even get up off the toilet. I've heard that before. I know that feeling. I've also been there. It gets better. It absolutely gets better. But if you talk to people who have been exercising in any way, shape, or form, doesn't matter if they're a runner or a swimmer or a crossfitter or a Zumba person or a spin person, they still get sore sometimes. There'll be a ride on the spin bike that just had extra hills this week and their legs are like jello. Or it doesn't matter. If you are moving your body and asking it to continue to become stronger and change in composition and exchange fat for muscle, if you want your body to do that, it needs to feel like it's doing that. Okay? So you can't avoid the feeling of being sore but it can be made less traumatic with a few great recovery strategies. So I mentioned the first one right off the top and it's my favorite. I've taught every person that's come into the gym. So if you have been in the gym and you haven't heard me say that you're probably fairly new or you might be a little bit old and have forgotten because that happens. Rolling the bottom of your feet rolling the bottom of your feet with whatever you can find that will allow you to roll them and 
get that fascia that is at the bottom of your feet um, sort of lengthened and squished out, if that's the right word. So we use a variety of tools at the gym. Some people start every single day rolling the bottom of their feet with a PVC pipe. So just a white, round, uh, one-inch round PVC pipe. Put that down on the floor, roll your feet over it. If you have a lacrosse ball, you can put that down on the floor and start to roll your feet over the lacrosse ball. If you're at home, you can use a can of soup or you can use a rolling pin. I have never made a pie, so we have a rolling pin here and I smash crackers with it for shake and bake. But other than that, I don't use it for anything. So if you needed a rolling pin, I could probably lend you ours. Um, but something that you can put your feet on and roll out. If you roll your feet over the ball or the PVC pipe or whatever, and you find a spot that kind of hurts, or if it clicks, pay attention to those spots. It's not supposed to hurt. And they are not supposed to click like that. That's just your fascia is tight. And without getting all into myofascial release and all that kind of stuff, just know that what's happening at the bottom of your feet that is wrapping around your body from the bottom of your feet, around your legs, around your hips, around and up, right up to your shoulders. So if you remember that song, the hip bones connected to the, that is a true story. We are all connected. You cannot do something to the bottom of your feet and it not affect the whole body which is the beauty of it. That's the whole point. You can do stuff to the bottom of your feet that can help the rest of your body. I like to do the experiment with my brand new athletes in a beginner's class where I will um, say, okay, everybody just, before you do anything else today, come on into the gym and take off your shoes because they usually have their shoes on when they get in there. Take off your shoes and I want you to touch your toes two times, three times, whatever. And I also want you to hold that position, like where you're trying to touch your toes and you're just holding it. So everybody does that. And then I make them roll their feet. And the first time we do it, I make them roll their feet for quite a long time, like maybe five minutes. Roll your feet, both feet. And then we touch your toes again. And it's like, are you kidding me? I can't believe how much easier it is to touch my toes now that I've rolled my feet out. It happens all the time. And it's like this moment of, oh, okay. So when your glutes get really tight and your butt is sore from doing things like maybe a deadlift or some squats or some lunges, what do you think might help lengthen them so they're not so tight? Roll the bottom of your feet, just like we did at the very first class of your very first beginner day. So that's my favorite one. When things get tight, whether it's my shoulder or my hip, start with my feet and get that fascia lengthened at the bottom of my feet. Um, and it's amazing how that might just be all I need to do. Okay, so that's the first one. Get a foam roller, uh, like a lacrosse ball or a PVC pipe or a rolling pin or a soup can, something and give it a try, experiment and roll the bottoms of your feet for recovery if you are sore. 
The next thing that I love is my bigger foam roller. And you can buy these for like $24 maybe at someplace like Winners. Uh, Fitness Warehouse is where we got all of ours. Our blue ones and our black ones came from Fitness Warehouse. So for $25, they are the best investment when it comes to rolling out that lower back, the hips. I lay on my belly and roll out the fronts of the quads. So if you've been doing a lot of lunges and they hit hard in a little different position and the fronts of your legs are sore, laying on my tummy and rolling the fronts of my legs with that foam roller, that really helps. And then all the way up to shoulder blades and into your neck. The foam roller can do a really good job of just lengthening out the muscles that have gotten tight and they need to kind of be smushed out. If that's the, I don't know if that's the technical word. There's nothing technical about me usually, but like, just imagine you've got something that is a tight little ball that is your muscle and a massage therapist is lengthening it and smooshing out that muscle. It might hurt at the moment. Sometimes the foam rolling is like, oh my God, this feels terrible. But it's creating space. Space in muscles that have contracted and are tightening because they're changing. We want that to happen. But before you can start moving again freely and feeling like you have good range of motion, and before you can maybe get down to depth again with your squat or get that arm straight up over your head again, you might need to create that space that isn't there after you have changed that muscle and tightened it all up. So the foam roller is also a really, really useful recovery tool. None of these things are very expensive. None of them are going to cost more than $30. So if you are sore after a workout, investing in a couple of recovery tools can really make a difference in being feeling like you should be taking way too many days off in between. One to two days off in between workouts is all you need. If you're still sore long after that, we need to help you with recovery because otherwise you're not getting the benefits of the exercise if you're waiting so long in between to, to, do, another, to do another day. Okay, so I've talked about the PVC pipe. The PVC pipe is also one that I use for shoulders, for my forearms, and for hips. So if you want to go into my Instagram account, I've got recovery tools as a button on there. Go and check out some of the videos I have of me using the PVC pipe. Those are great stretches to do. And I teach them to all my classes. So they're there for you to use if you want. They're there for you to practice before you come in because some of them, people look at me like, I don't know how to flip that thing around to get to my forearms. I know it's kind of a difficult one. So if you want to check out my Instagram at K2 Cross Training, there's a button called Recovery Tools. You'll be able to see me using the PVC pipe. So feel free to go and do that. Um, the other one that I use sometimes, I have what I call the scraper. I don't know what it's really called. I think it probably, and I've had a jade one and I've had a metal one, but they look like the end of a butter knife. So when I was at home during COVID, sometimes I would just recover here and I was using it like on my quads, down my IT band, 
Uh, I know this this podcast does not have video, but if it did, you'd watch me right now. I am smushing the side of my IT band with my pretend butter knife in my hand. Does that ever hurt slash feel awesome? I don't know if what's the right word, but being able to kind of um, rub up and down with those, with the side of the scraper does an amazing job when those smaller uh, tendons get tight, like down by around the elbow and the knee. The scraper's really good for those ones as well. And that's also in my videos in the recovery tools. So you can watch where I utilize the scraper on my forearms. When we lift weights, we have to hold on to the rig, hold on to the barbell, hold on to the dumbbells, hold on to the kettlebell. All of that holding with my fingers wrapped around something and squeezing always makes forearms kind of tight. If you ignore those forearms, it can kind of move up and make your elbow hurt. Your elbow is not actually hurting. Your elbow is a joint. It, it's probably not going to be hurting much, but the muscles and the tendons that are on either end of the elbow can start to hurt if they get too tight. So the scraper is a really good one if you're feeling it in there. So those are my favorite tools, the PVC pipe, the foam roller, the scraper, and the lacrosse ball. I use all of them weekly for sure in some capacity. I teach them all the time in my classes. I want people to be utilizing these strategies. And you know it's been a good sort of week when the folks are walking into their classes and everybody's going for a PVC pipe, a foam roller, and a tennis ball before they can even get their shoes on in the morning. So we don't get to that point too, too often, but there's definitely people that I have been watching over the years learn to really value what can happen when they put the time into lengthening the fascia, stretching things out before they even get started with their workout. So mobilizing is what we're calling it. You get to mobilize those muscles and get them warmed up in a way that is not just a static stretch, but more of a, let's use the technical term, smooshing out of the muscles. I wouldn't uh, feel comfortable talking on a podcast about recovery strategies if I didn't talk about some of the most important ones that have nothing to do with tools, but are really important for the body. So the first one is water drink the water. I always tell people when they join CrossFit, you're going to be sore tomorrow. Flush it out with extra water. And I should tell people that every single day when they come into the gym, drink the water. It's in really useful, cheap, easy way for your body to recharge, rejuvenate, and flush out any toxins that are starting to build up from the workout. So a beautiful recovery strategy is to just drink some water. I can't say it enough. So if you haven't heard me yet, a great way to recover is to drink your water. The other thing that happens when we get stiff and sore is sometimes people just like stop. They cannot think about moving. So they just sit. They don't get up. It hurts too much. That's the opposite of what's going to help you to recover. You need to get that lactic acid flowing through the body and flushing out. And so 
as painful as it may sound in your head, go for a walk and do a set of stairs and come back is going to make you feel so much better. I wish I had a nickel for every time somebody came into my gym and said, I didn't want to come, but I knew I'd feel better after I did. And they do every single time. So you need to move a little bit. Does that mean when you are that stiff and sore that you should go and try to PR a max deadlift? No, not necessarily. That's maybe not the best day for that, especially if you're a beginner and you don't even know what a max deadlift means. But you need to not be afraid of that soreness and you need to know that rest is not the best way to get rid of it. Rest is not the best way to get rid of that soreness. You need to get moving again. You need to get those joints moving. The more you're moving, the more the body is lubricating and the better it's going to feel. So if you come and you do some squats and you learn how to properly squat and you're there just for like orientation, And you're so sore the next day that you don't actually show up for the first class that you were intending to show up for because you're so sore you can't imagine it. You're not doing yourself any favors and you're not going to move further ahead. You got to move. And I promise I know how sore that is. I've been there and I know it gets better real quick. You just got to do it. So recovery tools, water, and movement are really important. Another one that... I am learning to embrace that I, uh, wasn't that I didn't value it. I just didn't implement it to the point that I valued it, if that makes any sense, is breath work. Being able to properly manage breath during, before, during, and after activity makes a huge difference in your performance, and in your recovery. So I know that we, like lots of times I'll say, you're not born knowing such and such. And breathing is actually one of the few things we, most of us are born knowing. Like we come out knowing how to breathe, but we don't come out knowing how to breathe through 150 wall balls and recover well afterwards. That's the kind of breath work we're going to learn. And when you get better and better at doing the breath work, preparing your body um, before the workout, during the workout, while the body is in its taxed and heightened intense state, and then after the workout, when you're wanting to create extra oxygenation and recovery, being able to learn to do some breath work is uh, super helpful in recovery. So value it. If you do yoga, then they teach you, uh, some beautiful ways to breathe. And there's more than one way to breathe. That's another thing, you know, you come out and it's like, take the air in and put the air out. seems like a fairly straightforward activity until you start learning more about breath work and, where you're breathing and where you're putting that breath and where you're exhaling it and how it comes out of the body. It can actually be way more complicated than you would ever think, but so helpful. So uh, recognize and learn about the value of breath work that can truly help you with recovery, performance and recovery. The other thing that helps 
uh, is a solid, healthy, whole foods diet. So the less inflammation you have in your body, the less sore it's going to be with your workouts. So if you are eating whole foods, lean proteins, lots of vegetables, a little bit of fruit, some nuts, if you're eating some really good food, nothing processed, very, very little sugar, sugar comes from fruit, the better you eat, the better you feel. That's a true story. So if you are crazy sore and you also eat a lot of trans fat, high sugar, um, aspartame filled drinks, if you don't feed your body recovery um, friendly foods, it won't matter how much you lay around on that foam roller. Your body's just got inflammation in it and the foam roller is not necessarily doing much for that. So I always talk to the athletes before they're going to do a CrossFit competition about like if there was ever a time for you to really hone in on diet and eat well, let it be the two weeks before you compete and the two weeks afterwards. And it was beautiful this last September when my athletes, some of them like listened to me. That was fun. And when they're recovering and they're doing more than one workout in a morning, intense workouts, and they're recovering from them and being able to go again. And they're like, huh, imagine that. When I eat better, I actually feel better. And it's this like mind blowing ex example of how if we listen to the coach, maybe things would go well. If you eat better, you will feel better. So when we're talking recovery, let's not forget that what our body utilizes in order to um, reoxygenate and to rejuvenate cells and to repair, it uses the fuel we're putting into our body. So if we're putting really good whole foods um, into the body, that's what it gets to use when you are recovering. And so you will recover faster. It doesn't sound like it's rocket science, but man, people, when they catch on, it feels like it's groundbreaking. So enjoy that little nugget. Um, I think I've covered all the things that are my favorite, and I'm going to make sure that when this podcast airs, we can post some videos for you to go back and follow along with. So again, check out my Instagram at K2 Cross Training, and look for the button at the top, a round circle at the top of the Instagram, and there will be some recovery videos in there for you to be able to watch that will help you to really figure out how to use the foam roller, how to use the PVC pipe, and how to use the scraper and the lacrosse ball, tennis ball, whatever it is you're going to use to roll on your feet. I do feel sorry for people who get terrified of the feeling as if they've injured themselves. There's a real difference between being muscle sore from use and injured. And we don't always know where that fine line is. And like, even to this day, I kind of have to be like, I'm not sure if my shoulder's just tired or if it is not so well. I can usually tell within 24 hours. I'll up the water game, make sure I'm eating pretty good, do some stretches, roll it out, stretch with the PVC pipe check back again in 24 hours, then I'll know, okay, that's actually got a little bit of an injury going on or no, it's just sore. I'll be, I'll be fine. I can move on from this. And the more I spend focusing on things like recovery and diet, 
the less injured I am. So that's also been a really fun realization when it comes to being able to carry on and continue to do the things that I'm doing into my second half of my 40s. Um, being able to continue to do these high intensity workouts and not have them necessarily take me out is about the focus that I've been putting into my recovery, into my breath work and into my nutrition. So there you have it. I'm going to let you ponder all of these things. And if you have never been to CrossFit before and I've terrified you, then just send me a message. I promise you, you will not need to um, utilize every single one of these strategies after your first class. We're really kind to people on their first day. And I love teaching people how to properly recover so that they don't have to get to the point where they're feeling intimidated by the movements. So have a fantastic day. If today is your Monday, enjoy the rest of your week. And if you listen to the Monday Matters podcast on any other day of the week, I hope that it is a beautiful sunny day for you today. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more information, reach out and send her a message at K2 Thriving Motherhood on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners and responds to each one personally. See you next time.